0: Being yourself is the best way of having good sex and making good art. And um, the reward is to feeling 100% alive. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Sex and Art. In this podcast, I'll combine my passion art and sex with my passion for very interesting people. In every episode, you'll be allowed a peek into their world and we'll find out how they connect to art and sex. I'm your host, Ziri Berlin, and now let's find out who's our guest today. Today's episode is a little bit different. Many of you were asking, who is actually this Zira Berlin person and what does she think about sex and art? That's why Melanie, our guest from last episode, is interviewing me today. Have fun listening.
1: Hi Siri. Hey, nice to see you again, Melanie. (laughs) Nice to see you again. What a pleasure to have another wonderful, hopefully very inspiring conversation this time. I have a lot of questions for you. Yeah. I think everybody wants to know who is Siri Berlin? Mm. Really?
0: Yeah. Asking a lot of people a lot of questions. (laughs) Some people really um really sad but we are not saying so much about yourself and what about your art you should talk about that so I thought it's a good idea it was actually your idea to do an interview <laughs> to me, which I find super nice all right so I prepared some uh, introduction
1: maybe it's not necessary but that's how I remember meeting you and what I found profound uh, in saying about you we met, um, I think, in 2015, I wasn't sure. Maybe it was 2014 already. I'm not sure, but... Something like that. Yeah, we spent a lot of time in 2015 together in this uh, women's group. And I experienced you there as a very strong and um, outgoing woman, quite the opposite of myself in groups. I think we talked a little bit about last time when we talked about me more. Um and what I remember also is that, of course, I only knew, knew you in 2015 and from that on, go, like on going on, but um, that this year was really profound in terms of your personal and professional transformation, things happened. Things were were um, put in motion <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: when when you started the group. In my impression, it was like you were um, a professional um, coach already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you also had a company who kind of recruited high quality personal assistants in in a very um, personalized way, like you know, really finding the perfect fitting person for. Someone who needs an assistant,
0: high-quality assistant. That's true too. I nearly forgot about that.
1: <laughs> and then, and then during this group, uh, you kind of found the artist in you, or maybe the the art found you. Maybe we can talk about this in detail later. Mm-hmm. And I ask the question again: What would you say about that? And you also. Um, developed kind of a I think a cabaret program during this time, deepened your connection to music, played guitar, wrote songs, and also found your um found your spirituality kind of.
0: That's definitely true. Actually I found yeah. spiritual people and through that kind of um yeah, I don't know, I, I think I was pretty um, hesitant. And so i so throughout my life, I always switch between the feeling that I'm a intuitional person or I'm very much an analytic in my head person. And um, by then I thought I'm actually um, deciding pretty irrationally, um, but then I thought, nah, I'm, oh, these spiritual people are a bit insane. Uh, so I'm not <laughs> believing what they say about the stars. And so I never met someone before. I just knew people mm. who studied some science or, um, I don't know, never believed in anything like that. I grew up in a pretty Catholic household. so um, And I kind of uh, learned in school that, um, I don't know, that changed my my way of looking Um at things actually my religion teacher um helped me by finding out that religion is just a nice story or not so, depending on your angle yeah yeah interesting yeah. so so then you met people
1: also in this group i understand yeah a friend a friend of us who who studied um astrology at that time also psychologist, and I think she she kind of uh, got every one of us, every single one of us,
0: (laughs) to deeply believe in stars. Yes, she has a really intriguing way of, you know, she's a, I always thought psychologists are cool, uh, therapy is cool, she was even, you know, had a doctor title, Um, so I thought like, cool person, very trustworthy. And um, we sat at some point in my backyard and she was talking to me and another very doubting person or also Johanna, I'm not mm. sure whether you remember her, mm. very analytic, super smart. Um, and, and we were both like, ha, 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 astrology. And Lu- Luisa was just, you know, her kind, nice self is, oh yeah, but we couldn't just look at it and see what you, whether you feel something um, is true, what I'm saying or... Um, and then she did that first with Johanna, and I knew knew Johanna a little better uh, by then, and mm-hmm. I was shocked mm-hmm. how true that was. And Louisa, put, no. And uh, then she started with me, and I said, "No, nah, stop! Ah, no, I don't <laughs> want it." <laughs> and then I yeah, the and session. then I understand
1: you it, either in this session or in another session, uh, she told you about a love line that goes through Sweden, Stockholm somewhere, and. Ka- th- that's what I remember. And then three weeks later, you were on a Tantra festival in, in Sweden. <laughs> you kind of, you went all in from like, what the fuck is <laughs> this spirituality and uh, this astrology all about? Like uh, probably nothing from this to going really all in and, and going to a three weeks Tantra festival in Sweden because an astrologist told you that there. <laughs> That there is a love line, Run, your love line running through Sweden, and please, I mean, maybe everybody knows that, but I want you to
0: continue and tell us the ending of that story. So the 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 ending of the, the story got me going to a tantra yeah. festival. Trusting in. So I first have to say something. Uh, I feel like I'm perceived often from the outside a lot quicker, a lot. Um, faster than i actually am <laughs> so i think i went to her uh, for two years not like you know for a session once a year and i think in the second one i'm not sure maybe it's not true maybe it was in the first session but i think it wasn't because i was actually quite familiar uh, maybe i even have the recordings and could check um <clears throat> but it was like because i like sex a lot <laughs> as my listeners <laughs> might know um sex and art you know that's what the podcast is called um and uh, she just said maybe tantra is something you mm. could look into and like every other german i know i thought tantra what was that again kamazutra lso is that something which has something to do with that and she said oh yeah just uh just look into it maybe you find it interesting and um I just broke up for the 170th time with my um, <laughs> wonderful not boyfriend. Um, and uh, he was, by the way, the muse of lots of my later art. Um, and then I decided i do something radical. I booked myself a yoni massage. And that was really, really cool, really profound. And um, as, I, as I told you before, it felt like after that, massage I could see men around me as my brothers and mm. not as potential rapists which was a big mm. step for me and it's kind of like a miracle and I thought like mm, this tantra seems <laughs> to be a good thing so <clears throat> then something popped up on uh, Facebook and that was uh, the tantra festival in Angsbeka in Sweden and that was half a year <laughs> later that <laughs> <Let> this happened <laughs> not three weeks the tantra festival was one week But I met my now partner there, and I'm very (laughs) happy about that. And uh, I don't know if you will um, publish this part of
1: the interview with with the video, but if not, I want to tell that you are glowing right now and really radiating. (laughs) What is something else that maybe most people don't know about you? before we continue with your life in general and find the connection
0: to art again as well. What is something? What, what's a super interesting question and, um, a really interesting question and the, not even more interesting. I find is that I was asked this question really? just a few days ago. <laughs> I did a little interview for a local yeah. advertisement paper Fun. And, and she also said that this is the question she always asks and there's always something really cool coming out. That's a good question, but I don't know anything. I'm pretty outspoken and I write so much on mm. social media and in my newsletter that I don't really know. Maybe you could point me in a direction what people might not know. What you
1: mentioned before is uh, that most people perceive you as much faster than you actually feel you are. Mm. That's something interesting.
0: It has nothing to do with art yet, but um, when I thought about moving from Munich to Berlin, I felt like I'm thinking for I'm overthinking it. It takes so mm. long to decide whether I want to do it and I was doing my uh, coaching education at that point. So I had coachings on that. I was complaining in class that I'm so undecided and I have no clue and it was a process of a month. So everyone thought, this is super quick decision. You know, that's, that's not long, that's quick. And I thought like, oh, it's so long. So this is um, how I feel. If I, if I like um, a new education mm. I want to do or something, I'm full on, I want it mm. and I want it now. And if it starts the next autumn, I'm not sure whether I want to do it. So I need to um, do some steps to apply immediately, pay the money so I'm still yeah. going to do it. Otherwise, I have probably 100 uh, other ideas. But I still think I'm not fast in many things because because of that I stopped writing to do lists because on my to do list there are things which one probably normally does in a week which I want to do <laughs> in a day. <laughs> you know, because I, I'm maybe it has something to do with um, with the thing that something I thought. Already feels like dumb, mm. like when I'm having an idea, I want to write a book and I had all this idea and I talked to someone, then it's hard for me to really start doing the boring mm. work. Um as in, you know, continuously creating it, making it around. I'm more the idea person, and then I jump from yeah. one idea to the other.
1: And has it maybe also a very
0: open question? But before
1: we started the interview, now we talked about um your hunger for life and that you feel you need and want like 15 to 20 lives to fit everything into these lives that you wanna experience as a human being.
0: Do you think this could have something to do with that as well? Yes. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, and I'm, I, I am thinking why that is, because, um, um, you know, not everybody I know has this kind of hunger for life. Um, I, I want to experience everything, and I also want to be in the moment. So it's not like I want to jump from one thing to the other, not really experiencing it. Um, I remember that a guy, Um, i wanted to be with at some point said yeah i can't be with you because i like it like that like a straight line with no ups and downs and you always totally up and totally down and totally up that's too exhausting for me and i thought like yeah okay you are pretty boring (laughs) goodbye no i was sad that's not true i was sad but uh... yeah and it was most probably
1: for the better because you know you would probably have been bored very quickly with this guy Mm.
0: Yeah, and I, I really enjoy new things. Um, I, I enjoy new people and I enjoy adventure. And um, mm. and I want to live it all. Beautiful. I remember in a, in a um, sacred spot massage, do you know sacred what that spot? is? Sacred spot? Yeah. I
1: don't know this sacred spot maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I haven't heard this term. Um, It's a very intimate massage you do with one of the group um, during an ISTA workshop. And um, the main thing which came out for me was there from um, actually being put into a traumatic uh, experience by a trainer, unfortunately. Um, So what what revealed from the freeze of not being able Mm. to live fully, um, to, to need to shut down, to protect yourself... Um, there came such a such an urge mm. to to live, and so much creativity, and so much. Mm. I want it all. I don't want to be treated tender, or you know, I don't want to be taken care of. I want to be <laughs> wild. And I want it all.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um, so, I think that is really showing also in your um, in your many 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 projects that you have and also in your many, many, many different styles of, of expressing yourself through art. Like you have the, you you have the you as a painter, but you also, um, you know, play music, write music, write poems, write cabaret shows. Um, and yeah, you want to say something to,
0: to that or? Yeah, I, um, I was, um, we had a little nice Christmas thing going on here outside our window, Corona safe, of course, um, on the 24th. And I was talking to um, a new friend about that, that I um, created um tragic cabaret show um, with my own songs and everything, but I just performed it once. And the reason for that was one, I didn't have the right piano player. Um, the question is whether there <laughs> is a right piano player. Besides the one. <laughs> um who doesn't want to um but it took also a lot of time to rehearse and to also (laughs) it was very hard to receive negative uh, feedback from um um, little places where Mm -hmm. i wanted to play it so i think yeah but it's it's too egoistic you know you talk about yourself all the time that's not (laughs) okay so, and, and, and then the vulnerable artist on stage i find myself more vulnerable than mm. with my art with your paintings with my paintings yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I feel i have not enough time so um actually i should live in the woods and not talk to anyone to be able to do all <laughs> the art i want and then on the other hand i also like people so there's a little of a yeah. little bit of a conundrum yeah, yeah uh, some of your projects really.
1: Maybe all of them have something to do with people because you paint people a lot, right? That's that's a passion, yeah. and also the projects you had um, around the portraits with the strangers. One 100 stranger strangers is called. Uh, it's also about people yeah. and getting to know people in an authentic way. Um, how far are you in in this project? Have you the 100 already? And what what were the highlights of this? project for you so far
0: that's a very nice question i like that um so i started the project it came out of boredom like most of my projects i'm easily bored i was at a group exhibition in berlin had nothing to do nobody was buying anything (laughs) um because it didn't say anything funny on it and uh you know um yeah um frustration aside uh, I created this uh, project. I thought like, I really like uh, painting portraits and I want to do it with a hundred people because I find hundred is a nice number. And then um, while I was uh, thinking about it, I thought like, why don't I put up a list here at the exhibition um, and let people decide whether they want to be part of my project. Um, later on, I called it 100 Strangers, the art of getting mm. to know someone. Um, and I made kind of a big ceremony around it because so for one I wanted to paint a lot of people and I wanted to um, experience how it is to paint someone who is not a model who I don't know because you get familiar with faces you already know right so it's it's a, a bigger challenge and then I thought why do I want to do that with 100 people I don't know And I thought what I also miss, uh, especially in Berlin or especially that time in my life, um, is really deep connection with other people um, who are not my partner. And um, I had many people I I was Mm. acquainted with and I met once and then they disappeared. So it felt like whenever I had like a party or something, I I love to do that, like host guests. they said like, oh yeah, hmm, um, but I can't come um, at three, but I will come at four, but I have to leave at four thirty because then I go to a concert, but I could come back before I go to the club, and then mm-hmm. I felt like mm-hmm. you're nowhere really, right? Um, and um, it got modern, mm-hmm. I, I think, to um, say yes, to say yes to everything, you know. Uh, Maybe I'm not a millennial. (laughs) Um, So I think it's important to say no to some things. So you can say yes to some things. Um, So, and and that was also the reason. So like even myself, I felt like um, I need to be there and there and there and please people and go to the exhibitions or go to their concerts. So I decided for myself, I want to, um, I want to be present with the people I am. And I took the project to be, to, to practice that. And to be honest, the way I meet people today is different because of the project. Mm, Wow. And no, I haven't done 100. I'm at 33. Oh, that's a lot. It is, um, especially when you do all the ceremony stuff before. So I cleaned the house. I wrote a text before, how I feel, what my fears are, what my preconceptions are. I didn't Google the people. I wanted to really have them as strangers. So Mm. I just sent them an email my only security was that they needed to send me a photo of them
1: all right well
0: you know i'm a woman
1: yeah 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 i think it's very it's a very bold project to invite strangers in your
0: home yeah yes um so we ate together um and then i invited them to sit for me and then i wrote when they left what my impression was Mm. and it was filling and draining at the same time beautiful yeah, it's, it's great. I, w- I really um, want to start again doing that here in Sweden. Um, but you too, Corona. Yeah. I don't. But it will be gone
1: at some stage. I'm very hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward that you restart this project. And there was also another project that I found uh, super interesting because I'm also somehow intrigued with the shadows and shame. And I'm not sure mm. yet if it was like, what's your, it was kind of a, like a, a pop-up art stand no it's the wrong expression yes, right yeah, but it was yeah. about what's your what's your deepest shame or what's your biggest darkest shadow. shadow darkest shadow okay yeah. yeah
0: yeah that was um i did an exhibition with 48 hours in Auckland, which is a little um art festival in the area in Auckland where i used to live i want to say uh, it's
1: not so little it's well known. <laughs> it's well known in this in even in non art scenes. <laughs> a lot of a lot of the great artists are um have been underrated for a long time before they thank you for saying that.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's also the reason why I have to live long. I want to see that people like my art. Yeah. <laughs> and you most probably yeah. see it already, but there can be yeah there it's can always true. be it's more. True. Yeah yeah there can always be more a yeah. lot more yes. <laughs> and and by my art, I actually mean myself, right mm. It's like um I think that's sorry that I don't tell the story from uh, um, your darkest shadow, but I just think like being seen with your art is basically seeing very deep level of yourself yeah like you, and and this is why it's more comfortable to do it in paintings because the process was before people looked at it mm. Um, but this is what I really like. So when when people understand my perception of the world mm. or when when they're actually inspired mm. um, by that um, or when, when people um, stand in front of one of my paintings or drawings and say, you know, for me, this means and this really gives me mm. dot, dot, dot. And this is just, you know, this is just like Christmas and birthday together which I really appreciate, both of these <laughs> celebrations. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I really love that. And I can talk about the shadow thing if yeah, you want. Yeah, if, if you want. Oh, I, I do. I re- That's also a project I always want to um, get into again. Mm-hmm. I even um, published that online. And I'm I'm thinking whether I should take it offline or not, or whether I should really do something with it. The idea was, so the topic was shadow and everybody was just, you know, I thought like I need to become psychological. I need to go deep and talk about what Jung calls a a shadow. Um so basically all the stuff we push away from ourselves. So mm. when we're in our first family, we better not loud or we better not too clean or we better not whatever mm. and we put these parts of ourselves away to you know be fine in the family we grow up. And um And also I think that um, we have thoughts about ourselves and we think, oh, we're the only one who have these thoughts, these negative thoughts or these afraid thoughts. And uh, when we um, publish them or speak about Mm -hmm. them, then we set them free and liberate ourselves with it. So in preparation for this exhibition, I went with a huge letter I uh, kind of stole from my backyard it wasn't allowed stealing, but an old wooden letter. And I put it up um, in front of a church in Neukölln on Herfordplatz. Um, and we we made little, I, I worked with my partner together on this project. Um, and um, we put up a sign, what is your darkest shadow? Confess. Mm-hmm. And we had a little description. And people could take paper and notes and put it on the tree on the letter. Um, and confessed their darkest shadow and that was unbelievable I sat somewhere sometimes not the whole time and was just looking at people how mm-hmm. they were reacting to this project it was I mean it's a good area for doing something like that because most people in my current are artists or at least have some artsy idea mm-hmm. or interest it was unbelievable it was from I'm not good enough from to to um I fear I, I like having sex with kids mm. um, yeah. to sometimes yeah. I have sex with someone because I feel alone. So mm. really deep shit um, and I collected all these things. And at the exhibition, I exhibited these things the on, on these postcards, handwritten, very impressive. And I asked people to add to that. And in the end, I think I have a stack like a uh, I don't know 10 to 15 centimeter high mm. just little notes of people wow. and then i handed out little notes saying you're good enough oh. you you meant the way you are yeah and and that was really nice to see yeah that.
1: it's really touching it's really it's a really really touching project it was very touching when i read about it or when i saw about it on facebook and it, it still is when you talk about it now
0: yeah yeah i can i can feel that too really yeah makes me tearing up. Yeah, so, because it's
1: so it's so devastating how we all suffer in the hidden on our own until we notice that it is actually like that, you know, talking about it. First of all, you you experience that it's you didn't die afterwards, right? Yes. And then most of the time you experience that oh my god, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one and that is
0: uh, such a liberation. Yeah. And here you see, yes you're right, um, my projects have a lot to do with people mm. and and what I see as their essence and also what I see as their beauty. Mm. Because I have this, this gift of seeing the good in the other.
1: Mm.
0: More than, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. That's sometimes annoying because I, I want to force people to become what they could be. <laughs> what Siri knows they can be. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I just know it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You are a very inviting person. That's how I experience you. Also with your, you know, the the little projects on the side, like already in, in Berlin, like posting, I baked a cake today and it's this one and it's vegan and it's gluten-free. So <laughs> between two and three, you can come by. You don't have to, you know, kind of... Um, Uh, register or something just come by you know I invite you into my home and and you did the same for Christmas now in in Sweden so I yeah I really feel you are that you are that person you see the good in people and you are inviting and inclusive
0: yeah Um, I'm really full of joy that you see that and mm -hmm. I I didn't know that you recognize this it's it's a long time ago We, we met this we we did this um cake happening i think we called it cake happening, cake happening. and um, it was me learning to to bake vegan because my partner is vegan i try to be i'm sometimes bad but i try to be um that doesn't mean if you're not vegan you're bad it's just me <laughs> <you know? laughs> as a little footnote um and I really love to invite people and my total dream is um, to have an open house and now I can really feel the pain how this shitty pandemic is wearing me mm. down because I can't feel that um, I can't live that joy of, yeah. of inviting people and, and having an open home yeah yeah. where people can come and be themselves
1: yeah I think that's one of the most precious gifts we can give to someone. be inviting and open and let people be whoever they are in any moment. I mean, we're all changing as well. And yeah, no, there are fluctuations. And what we think is our personality is actually not us. And it's good to question that and to invite people to just be with us. One of the most precious gifts
0: absolutely and i have to add it's also polarizing to be that way Mm. because not everybody is happy if if they see someone is trying to allow to be fully themselves Mm. many people don't like that because it reminds them they're not i guess that's my interpretation um but it's, it's not like that people come with uh, open arms to receive that gift mm. or to, you know, be in the circle and, and be original. It's deep shit. It's deep shit, yes. It's like authentic
1: connection is deep shit. And that's, you know, part of being who you are in every moment and sharing that, not playing a role. Just be naked with everything and raw and honest
0: absolutely mm.
1: it takes a certain strength yes it does yeah so if you maybe that's a good question right now because maybe it's it connected to something we just recently talked about you have this life right now <laughs> as Siri um, and if let's say time and money the two resources that well time is limited for us as humans. I don't believe that money is limited, but sometimes it seems like it. If, mm-hmm. if there were no limitations, what would, what would be a project that would really make you, I don't know, or maybe it's already there in some kind of you know reflections. What would be a project that you would truly proceed then if you had no limitations? You said one project? <laughs> <laughs> well, the most outstanding, I don't know.
0: You can you can tell us more, more, more if you want to. Yeah. So I was talking with my partner who is also an artist and therefore uh, very convenient uh, for me to talk to him about these things because he was always also an artistic perspective, um, even though he's a totally different person uh, to me, but it's it's nice to, to hear what he has to say. Um, and we were talking about, That I consider myself being maybe 50% the artist I want to be. um, Because I feel there's so much I'm not living yet. Um, And I'm totally flattered by people saying, you're the most authentic person I ever met and things like that. You know, that's exactly what I want. Yeah, I probably would go totally crazy. So I, I thought... Uh, or I was talking this morning about that I feel I need to be safe. I need to look after that I earn enough money and that I'm not, you know, too extreme to not fit in or something. There's even Mm. something like that. Um, Even though I'm totally rebellious and and don't commit to all the rules society might think they are. Um, So I, I, I really um i'm hesitant to say there is one project but i would definitely you know have a huge studio mm. and have a huge i'm not sure whether they were canvases or what but i would just mess more around i would just um allow more things to happen um but i'm not sure whether it's really a money thing or whether it's like i i don't really dare to go mm. there because mm. now i'm In the process of getting uh, my own studio first time uh, and not doing it in my room um, which is totally limiting in space as you can see there are just too many things in this room (laughs) i always have to clean up before i do a video (laughs) because uh, there's um, drawings lying around everywhere Um, so this is what i can think about and then i think oh is it too egoistic should i better look at people And um, like reflecting what I say right now to you. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when I'm really honest, I think this would include people. Because I have already like three friends here I would invite to use the space with Mm -hmm. me. I want to, you know, be by myself. I also still think like, but look, there's this opportunity you can have, like, you know, doing the hosting. And um, after this Christmas event we had here, I was also thinking, i want to do that at the atelier and i want to invite people there Mm -hmm. and you know celebrate life and art and um, yeah maybe do and do a support others i i guess i would probably um, support others more than myself i'm pretty close to do what i want
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah what i hear is that you would just go full in like a hundred percent or a hundred I know it's not there's no more than a hundred percent but basically like a thousand percent into what your passion is about art and people and connecting people
0: yes yes so like we were Mm. talking before about uh, another education I'm interested in a trauma Mm. um education I get (laughs) more traumatized no um you know how to (laughs) release trauma um, and and i was thinking oh and this education is also nice and this is nice and i want to do this and um, before corona started um, i was about to go to florence to have a four-week portrait class in one of these old master schools mm, wow um, this is an expensive endeavor yeah um, but i already agreed that i do this i mean i couldn't now and i will do it in the next years mm. when everything is good again Um, So maybe I would do things like that and travel and draw the world and paint it and, um, you know, do the the old artist style way of living, really having friends over, meeting, having wine and good Mm. food and traveling and meeting even more people. I have a good friend in Argentina and I miss him, even Mm. though we don't have so much contact, but I really miss him. He spent a few summers in my apartment while he was doing festivals here. Yeah, and I have a few people like that. I, I want to reconnect and draw their city and stuff. That's a beautiful plan. A, it's not really a project. It's more like my lifestyle would expand. Yeah, it's, it's a life project. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm, so I would really, before we forget totally about this question, um, ask the question again that I threw in, in the beginning. Mm. Uh, when I When I said or reflected on that I perceived it, that you discovered your artist during this, maybe it was not connected at all to this women's group, but during this time or during this year of 2015, or would it be better said that the art found you or you found your artist? What, how would you describe it? And also maybe yeah. go a bit more into detail how this was for you. For me, you know, from the outside, it looks like, or it, I perceive it like an awakening in a
0: way. And yeah, absolutely. I find it very, very interesting to hear more about That's that. That's really interesting because, um, um, oh, there are so many stories <laughs> I can tell <laughs> about this, because there are not so many people in my life right now who don't know me as an artist. Mm. Um, but, for example, when I went to my um, something years um, high school degree anniversary, and I was, like, super proud telling everyone, I just do art, blah blah blah, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> or oh, I was just excited. Shall I go for it? Shall I just do uh, go to Argentina for three months and um, do just art and do this project and that project? And I thought about my awakening as an artist. And they said, uh, No, you always have been an artist. <laughs> but that—that's that was what you did before. So that was that was really interesting that people I went to school with already knew who I am Wow! and you know it's like I don't have any friend Mm, maybe I would like to have one friend from there because there's a really cool writer I um he is too busy he has no time for me but um, he he was in my (laughs) German class um and you know of course I'm uh, attracted because he's one a nice person interesting to talk to intellectual and um is writing one amazing book after the other, Christian Linka, hey. Um, so I have no contact really with these people and, and they're, I feel so different to me, but they knew me so profoundly. Mm. So I was, I thought like, I worked on this for 20 years, <laughs> for sake, you know? <laughs> Why do these people I don't even meet? Um, and I wouldn't have met if there wouldn't have been this uh, anniversary thing um yeah so people go to your high school anniversary people might know you and tell you really cool secrets about yourself you could have known earlier <laughs> amazing but you're right The uh, Greenberg uh, women's group was definitely like an awakening i probably wouldn't have called it an awakening i'm still a bit allergic to all these spiritual words um but i would definitely say it unleashed maybe (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um the stage person because before i was already drawing and i I personally um think that meeting this friend in argentina being with this piano guy and and um um, i went with a friend in vienna to a mm so-called Outsider artist gallery, where people who can't live by themselves due to some psychological issues. um, are supported, Um, you can have an atelier space there for three months and then they check whether your art is sellable and then you can stay there so and I. I just talked to an artist there and she had a super cool pen and I needed immediately to buy a pen like this, and I was waiting in a cafe for a friend and I was drawing my piano player um and I thought like why can I draw portraits where's this coming from so I think like these three events basically led to me thinking oh actually it's art Mm. I've never done this and uh, when I was traveling around with bands I used to do booking for bands um blues bands I was with a guitar player you know and then you do things like that for free very (laughs) little earned um but what don't you do out of love right? (laughs) <laughs> mm. and isn't that the best motivation so but everyone always said are you the singer so people perceived me as an artist all mm. the time i didn't mm. so um julia cameron another awakening piece of my story uh, she wrote this great book uh, the artist way that's kind of um part of it and the the stage person basically was was triggered um i remember miraf doing a a session on me in front of everyone mm. and there it kind of came to me that I need to do um stage stuff mm. and uh, also my paintings uh, became more free they became more free yes before I thought like you know you get taught in art schools um I, I had art major in in school mm-hmm. um And I even had a cool art teacher, but still there are rules, you know, you need to learn how to draw perspective and light and blah, 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 and I never liked it, I never liked it, I, I hated it, but at that time, 2014 or so, 13, I was going to drawing classes and they asked us to draw an apple and then to buy the piece of the apple and draw it again. And I thought, like, oh, they're not teaching me anything here. I can do that at home better.
1: Mm. And
0: I don't like to draw with pencil. And I don't like to use an eraser. I want to be an artist for fuck's sake. So it was too slow. <laughs> so I didn't enjoy it. And um, and I think um to go full in to be me, to be me, not like, oh, I need to practice for 10 years, and mm. then I maybe draw or paint what I want to be and it's interesting that I say what I want to be because I see my art as part of me basically right it's me and uh, it needs to be like that uh, what mm-hmm. you can see in my background it mm-hmm. needs to be the way it looks right now because it's my expression of the now with whatever skill I have um, and even though when I'm in my intellectual self I think oh, one needs to have this skill I love skills and I learn stuff all the time but deeply inside and truthfully I believe that has nothing to do with my expression if I dare to be original in my art my art will be always wonderful everyone's mm-hmm. art will be amazing if you dare not to judge your own art and um and this kind of came out of um out of the body therapy session right mm-hmm. because you know if you if you dare to feel yeah, And then um, there was a painting from the innocent sex scenes because I was trying to paint a, a sex scene. Didn't work out. I wanted to make it hot and very rough, um, but it didn't work out. It was just oh, loving. Oh, oh. And I felt like, oh, my God, why is it not happening? I told someone on a party about it. And um, I thought, oh, so innocent, I don't know why. And she said, oh, that's a good name for a series. You should do a series called Innocent Sex Scenes. And then I did. And the first one just appeared on the on the canvas. And the second one just appeared on the canvas. I didn't do anything. I didn't plan anything. I just made a background and then it was there. I just filled it in. Mm. So it wasn't really me. And then I thought, now I'm there.
1: Mm.
0: Wow. Wow, I find that so...
1: I don't even have a word for it like these. Yeah. And I know the paintings. I know, I don't think I know all the paintings. Um mm-hmm. but I I think I also told you that especially this these two paintings are uh did touch me very much that came out of this series I think. The one is the Yoni Puja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other one I don't know what it's called but the you know the blue maybe you... the receiving. The receiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're not from the series, but they're definitely inspired from
1: the series. Oh, okay. They're not from the series. All right. But that's, that leads me maybe to my next question. Where, how can someone find your art and maybe also own a piece of this beautiful art? <laughs> that's
0: my favorite question.
1: <laughs> and yeah, what are your, like, I also know that you paint, uh, you paint portraits for people who want to be painted by you. Um and you can give it as a present and or just give it as a present to yourself, which is also yeah. a great thing to do. So as usually it's
0: not that simple because it's a lot of things. Mm. <laughs> so there is um my homepage, of course, um de, And then on Facebook and on Instagram, I think that's basically it. Um Instagram and Facebook. Um, uh, you shouldn't listen to my podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? That's where you can find me too. Which podcast? Um, (laughs) Podcast Sex and Art. Uh, The one we're talking about right now is the one we're listening to right now. And um, yeah, you can come to my studio in Sweden. You're very welcome to drop by and just look at my art. Uh, Sometimes um, it's always super nice to sell art, right? Um, But it's also nice that someone really wants to look at it. And I always, when someone just comes and doesn't look at the art, the house is full of Mayan Christian's art and and people not saying anything about it. I think like, why don't they say anything about that? (laughs) So next time when you come, please talk about my art. So, you know, I'm really welcoming that. And I hope with the studio, um, I have a lot of people talking about my art uh, with me. I really enjoy that. Um, Yeah. What was the question about?
1: besides that well most, what i what i am um, here also between the lines is that people basically just need to reach out to you and exactly. that if you know like you have so many interests and you're so open to yes. all kinds of new interesting intriguing things that you would probably be very open to anyone's idea as well that you didn't have yet and maybe would do for the person that feels
0: the calling yeah that's super interesting that you say that um... Because we were talking or you were asking about the project where I uh, draw people. So I started in October to do, um, I call them water inks. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do basically water and ink portraits from people online, like with online live drawing sessions. I would love to do that in person again, but at the moment it's online. Mm -hmm. And I thought that could be a nice present for someone either. To be the one who is drawn, yeah. or to receive your own portrait or full body portrait. It's uh, usually naked, but it doesn't has to be because it's it's um, life drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also be partially closed or fully closed. Um, I'm better with nudes, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one project. Um, and then you said I'm super open and like to do what people ask me f- to do for them as a commission. Not hundred percent true, because I remember someone saying, "Oh, I really like to um, you to to do a portrait of me. I do um, also nice portraits in charcoal um, and ink, and um, he basically wanted another artist to do something about I don't know some plexiglass installation over it with some illumination." in it and it became very artificial and Mm -hmm. not me at all and I didn't like it Mm -hmm. so I said "Mm, no (laughs) no (laughs) thank you (laughs) no I don't want to do that and yes I do commissions if they you know if I love a person I do everything I'm and but then usually in in return they appreciate my art back so I did with a friend this online session and that was super nice really she thought it was a super nice experience to be first time naked in front of a person she has no sexual interest in Mm -hmm. which which is sad of course for me um (laughs) but but, um that was really nice that she had kind of an enlightening moment through the process of Mm -hmm. being more comfortable with her body so it's also like a very body positive thing Mm -hmm. um and this is also what I like about um life drawing um that through the eyes of the artist at least this is what's happening to me I fall in love with every body I paint or draw Mm -hmm. um yeah and this is this is really cool Mm -hmm. even if you think like oh what's this person you know it's not your favorite or it's too close or you know you have some some idea about a body. yeah When you start looking at it and you see shapes and forms and volumes and stuff, you just fall in love mm. with every everybody. I love that. I really love that. Um, and it's a very intimate moment. It's a very interesting way of meeting someone and mm. to be present with someone. Mm. Beautiful. And then we come kind of back to the other projects. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm, and how would you, maybe that's a good, uh, well, it's probably more a complex than just one question, but um, maybe a good thing to talk about uh, coming towards the end of today, I guess, um, time-wise. What is your perspective on the... But you know what do have what do does art and sex have in common? What are the most outstanding qualities? Maybe for each of you know for each of the areas and what is what do they have totally in common and what is maybe different? Yeah,
0: very good question. When I'm the interview, I love that best when people say very good question. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, Siri. <laughs> so what art and sex have in common is. They make me feel alive mm. they are life they are being your own original they're best when you are your original mm. that's it basically yeah. being fully alive being um aroused in a more than sexual way but also in a sexual way mm-hmm. especially when it comes to sex <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, for me, it's like being yourself is the best way of having good sex and making good art. Mm. And um, the reward is to feeling 100% alive. Mm. Should we leave that
1: like that? Because it's a beautiful, beautiful (laughs) (laughs) perspective. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. An ending. Yeah. Yeah, I would have a lot of more questions in my head. In, in, and in my heart, and in my the rest of my body, <laughs> but maybe we just do a second.
0: Um, oh, we can do do second another second
1: episode about you, and going exactly. even more into, um, yeah, maybe the common things in sex and art, and also what does
0: someone need to be, to dare to be original, for example. Absolutely, that's a very good. Um... A very good ending and a very good question for for another talk mm. and um dear listener if you want to know more about this please send me a message mm. ziri at ziriberlin.de or wherever you find me this is really important i would love to hear from you about that and uh, yeah melanie thank you so much for interviewing me um i can't believe how fruitful this Um, New old relationship of ours is, and um, I'm very happy to to meet you again. I can say the same.
1: I feel very blessed to, yeah, to, as you say, to meet you again and again. And for me, also today, I learned a lot of new things about you. We refreshed a a lot of old things and put some things into uh, the right perspective, maybe. Um, In my perspective. In your perspective, which is important when we talk about you, and yeah, I hope the listeners enjoy getting to know you better and reach out to you. Maybe also someone who wants to be
0: part of your 100 strangers project. Yes, that's very welcome. Whatever you found interesting, let me know. I'm open for commissions, or talk, or just a new friend. Beautiful. See
1: you soon,
0: Melanie. See you soon. Thank you, lovely humans, for listening to this episode of my podcast, Sex and Art. Let me know if you want to know more about me as a person, my art or my projects. Feel free to contact me via email ziri at or contact me via social media you can also subscribe to my newsletter and of course you find all the links in the description box if you want to support this podcast please don't forget to like and subscribe and i hope we hear each other soon in the next episode have a lovely day